Alrighty. Welcome everyone back to the Life Point. Hey Josh. How you doing? I mean, I'm nervous, <laughs> nervous. Everyone's been nervous. Yeah. That has come on. I wonder why. I don't know. I'm, but I get nervous like talking. I'm not shy, but yeah, you're not. But I'm like <laughs> just apprehensive or just a little like. Yeah. Like. Nervous. And then you always kill it every time you you preach. Like, oh, pray for me, and then you're like, and the Lord oh, yeah. said. <laughs> no, because the Holy Spirit gonna hit you right. Yeah, there right there and there. Because half the time I don't remember my sermons. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, you told me that. Don't once. remember it. I'm just like I was here and it ended. <laughs> And then afterwards, I'm like, I said that? You did. You yeah. killed it, too. Yeah. Holy Spirit, he be doing the thing. Uh, you know the vibes. Okay. So we'll just open up in prayer, yeah. and then we'll get right into it. All right. God, thank you so much for bringing us here together to just chat, have conversation, um, you know, share, share stories, and um, just talk about what it means for us to be a light in the world, oh God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would meet us here. Mm-hmm. I pray that you would just have your way at the end of the day. There mm-hmm. is um, there is someone that you want to touch through this conversation, oh God, whether it be us or, or the people on the other side of the screen, oh God. I pray that your presence would be here and that it would be a fruitful conversation and it mm-hmm. would lead, oh God, to greater insight, greater illumination, greater revelation, just more of you in us and through us. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, all right, all right. So, <clears throat> we're just going to dive right into it. We're going to start with... <laughs> so, relax. <laughs> we're going to start with um, something light. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to ask you a quick, um, we're not really strangers question. Yeah. And then we'll just flow from there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, the question I have for... Wait, are you going to answer yours or is it just me? I mean, it just it depends on what you how you. Feel. Okay, let's see, let's see how it goes. If it's good, I want I would want to hear what. I think I already gave say. mine in another. Oh, yeah, it's the oh, same question. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Um, so yeah, we could just hear yours. Okay, yeah, but you know, if I have anything else, I can share. Yeah, you, you should. Know. You should. <laughs> okay, so the question is, what title would you give this chapter in your life? Ooh, what chapter would you? Um. Stay stagnant or jump. Stay stagnant or jump. Yes. Tell me more. That's good. I think, I don't know. Like, I think I'm in a space where, where, um, I feel like God has been telling me to do certain things. Yeah. And in, in, in me, in him telling me to do certain things, it's really a big obedience thing. Yeah. I, I think, oh, I, I think that's going to be reoccurring in everything I get, I say. Yeah. So I would have to do with obedience. And I think, um, lack of de- lack of obedience, yeah. delayed obedience, has kept me in a state of what I say just stagnancy, mm. where like things are like they're flowing, but they're not flowing how they need yeah. to. Yeah, and it's either I just have to be in a space where I just dive into faith. Yeah, I just need to dive in obedience, where like it doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel right. So it's like God is like literally. So are you going to stay feeling how you're feeling? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to jump? Yeah, because at least in jumping there's motion. Going yeah. On. Mm. And I and, I, and that's what it is. Like, so are you gonna just be in this in this kind of state of um your your what's the word I'm putting it in? Um, it's a it's a uh, what's that space like an in between space? Like um an impasse no, or like, like a limbo? Impasse. Yes. Okay. And, and I think and what what I think what the problem is as well is that because I'm not jumping, 
I think that there are relationships around me that are in limbo. Mm. So like my disobedience or delayed obedience mm-hmm. is causing me to put people yeah. in limbo. Because they can't move till you move. Exactly. Dang. And, yeah. so, and it's not even like they need to move with me. They just need to know what I'm doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's transparent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah and, that, and, that's, and that's a space where like I'm at currently. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Hey, yeah. yeah. There's so much that you left there for me to unpack yeah, later. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll, 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 we'll get that. into it. We'll <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. So then, like, you know, moving right into it, since you just uh, like told us so much without telling us so much about your life, yeah. I want to ask, who are you? Okay. <laughs> I know you said, I know before we spoke about this, you said yes. it like in three ways. Yes. Who am I? I am somebody that is, would I give like good religious answers or just in general? Be as authentic as possible. We're oh, in the light. <laughs> I am, I am confused. I am, mm. I am confused. I, and I think, um, and what I mean confused, it's, it's that aspect of just, um, I don't know if you've seen that, uh, that, uh, SpongeBob mean where you see Mr. Krabs just kind of like looking at <laughs> that's that's me. I'm in that state of where that's where I am right now. Yeah. That's that's where I'm in. I'm in a state of like confusion, but it's not confusion yeah. because um it's not confusion because God isn't speaking to me. It's confusion because I am just all over the place. It's yeah. not it's not a confusion where like God is not in. I can tell it's not one of those where I'm like, well, God is not no no no. Like he's he's speaking and whenever you Whenever God speaks and you don't listen and hear to it, you get yeah, confused because yeah. it's it's where you're you heard what he said, but then you're mixing yourself yeah, into it. Yeah. So you don't get the clarity that you need. It's yeah. all just it's all murky. So yeah. that's one of the first things is that I'm I'm confused. The second <laughs> thing about it is that I am I am hungry. Like, I'm hungry, and and not because I'm a bigger dude, but I'm hungry because <laughs> I think it gets no, no, no. But it's it's um when you when you taste God, you always mm, want more. Yeah, and I and I think I've been in a space where I am I am experiencing God, and the more I experience God, the the more I want more. Mm. Um, I think it's is it a Psalms when the Bible says, "As a deer panteth for it, so does my soul like long after you." It's like I have a long, I have a longing and a yearning, mm-hmm. um, at a yearning for God. And it's like I am, I am hungry, and I am, and I am desperate for Him. But it's like even in that hunger, I have to get into a lot of it. It's a me issue, right? Mm-hmm. I have to get in a space where I am changing my my, my habits. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm changing my eating patterns. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I'm hungry, but I'm trying to be hungry for God more, not just all around hungry. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's like not just hungry for a feeling, yeah. not just hungry for no, like no, no. Stimu- stimulation. No, stimulation. Because a lot of times, like you can be a, a lot of times, you can be hungry for the service. Mm. You can be hungry for you know well, God use me. Oh my God! Like you can, <laughs> you can be hungry for those moments. Yeah. But it's a time where like I'm like you know what I just I, the glitz and glam of of service and God speaking to you. Yeah. It's not good enough. Like I just it's like I am hungry for God in His purest form. Yeah. In, in His. I don't need to, because a lot of times, like we, a, a lot of times, it's like um, gu- guilty of this is where, like, it's like you're eating to feed, mm. right? It, it's kind of like, for example, you see like a mother bird or eagle. Whenever like they would eat things just to like regurgitate it into like the kids, like, mm. and like, no, 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 like I'm I'm hungry because I want it for myself, yeah, me alone, not because I'm hungry because I'm trying to sermon about it, yeah, to pour out to others, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like no, and that's what it is, and I've gotten in trouble where it's like. I am an empty because God is pouring into me, and yeah. instead of you know keeping creating a reservoir for myself, yeah, it's basically I'm I'm turning it into a funnel mm. 
mm-hmm. it's, it's, I'm turning into a funnel whenever mm-hmm. I was just supposed to be a sister. Like it's, yeah. it, it's those things where it just holds and keeps those things. Yeah. The second thing, and um, number three, I am, and I am, who am I? And I am sorry. You're sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I learned in um, in therapy, like a couple of months ago or whatever it is, is that one of the biggest things I struggle with is shame. Mm. Like just shame, like feeling feeling shame. I'm somebody who just overthinks everything, and mm. like every interaction has in my mind. It's like it's always lasts longer. Ooh, that stayed a bit longer. And I think in life, just incidents and things that I have done to my to myself, done you know, in situations where like I still feel like retroactive shame about it. Mm. So. It's funny how we're talking about light because the more we talk about, the more it gets into it. You're going to yeah. see how like light and sh- how like light and yeah. shame yeah. are kind of partnering mm. to one another to where um, it just affects different things. Mm. I know I said a bunch of just deprecating things, but that's in the state. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Hey, that's what we're supposed to get at asking the question that way. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you said um, a couple of things. You said you mentioned being hungry for God because, like, once you get a taste, you want Mm -hmm. more. And then you also mentioned shame, right? And so those are things that make me think about, like, what, what are um, the origins, right? Or it makes me curious about the, the root, um, just where you started to get to the the place where you are right now that you are describing um, just your your state of mind in yeah. those specific ways, right? And so, like, what was that first taste, you know, of God that made you more hungry? And it might be um, further back for most people, yeah. it usually is the place where shame entered the story, right? Yeah. And so, like, if you can just, yeah, talk about that, talk about, um, you know, your story and what it looks like to have been following God, have been serving God, but it's not just like, you know, it's not black and right, white. Yeah. It's not a binary. Like there are twists and turns and complexities yeah. um, along the way. And so what has that been for you? I think, okay, so going back from hunger to shame, right? Yeah. I think what really gets, I guess, uh, really difficult to, um, to kind of put into words is sometimes it's like you are walking in shame. mm and then God calls you. Mm, say that. Say that. So it's like, you know, it's like I've done shameful things. Mm-hmm. I've, I have I have done shameful things. And then mm-hmm. as you have done shameful things, it's like God still calls you, right? And and so, uh, so like, I guess what I said, let's go to like origin story, right? So funny part was like, it's, it's like reading your book. And then, <laughs> like, you know, it's funny because I read it. I was like, and I'm not, I'm not the biggest. I used to be a, no, I'm not lying. I was never like a reader, reader. <laughs> I, if, I, if I can read a if I can read a page and it grabs me, I'm gonna read it. Yeah. And um and I remember like I read it and it just felt like you didn't after like the 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 perfect 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 yeah. part. Um, I read that it was, it was like all flowery. I'm like, all right, let me get to the first to the first. It went to the origin. <laughs> no, 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 literally, literally. Joshua. <laughs> honest, I went I went to there and it's like there was no warning. You just. <laughs> Kicked in. And, yep. and one of the things you kind of talked about is like kind of growing up in church and like, again, you know, PKs. Growing up in church, African church, and a lot of it is like church is like everything you know. Yeah. Church is just everything you do. And it's funny how you talk about like your first, um, like what I say, 
thing of sexuality was in church. Yeah. And with me, the same thing where it's like, I'm like, I'm in church and I'm like, I shouldn't be feeling like these around girls. Like, why, why am I, why you am shush? I? You shush? Joshua, you shush? Bro, they, they, no, they said my PK. <laughs> sorry, God, God is working on me. Um, No, 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 no. But, uh, what, what, what is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, no, but like, I, I think what, um, get into my point, right? Is that like, church has been everything that I've ever known. Yeah. Church has been everything I've ever known. Yeah. Child of a lead pastor. Oh, a pastor, yeah. Mm -hmm. And like what it is, is that like, and that's all we did. And I remember like growing up and like I'm trying to go to my friend's birthday party Mm -hmm. and I can't because I have church. And it got to the point where like my friends stopped inviting me to things Mm -hmm. because then I had church. And it wasn't cool. I'm like, bro, I want to go. Yeah. Or there's a time where my dad, um, I actually got to go to a party, but I was there for like 30 minutes because, um, (laughs) no, 30 minutes. And um, because it was a Saturday and then I was there. I was having fun. There was a girl I had a crush on. Mm-hmm. She was there. It was a great time. And my dad knocks on the door. I was like, okay. You know, my dad, you know, open the door. Where's Joshua? Let's go to church. I'm like, why am I going? Like, bro, <laughs> let me. And that was, no, and that was my life. And I realized yeah. that, like, I, I became really, I, I always said this, like, I got great at sports mm. because I realized if you're great at sports, we got to have later practice. Mm. If you had later practices, I get to miss church. Mm. Because if I'm still doing stuff for my education, yeah, like like it makes sense, right? So this was me just doing that, and you know, growing up like that is where like I be I got really good at being sneaky, mm. right? I got really good at being sneaky. So you know, like I'm out here, you know, doing things that I'm not supposed to do, and 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 I love how you talked about how like when on your book about how like you hit your period and your parents just gave you a book and the friend said like you can get <laughs> pregnant now. I remember when I first hit 13, like my dad was like, "You're mine now. You can get a girl pregnant." That was it. Was not even about what your body is. <laughs> doing yeah these are what it is yeah and, it, and i and i think there's this false sense of we have input enough into you yeah that you should know better yeah but no yeah so it's like i'm out here i i remember um i was i was in the seventh grade i was in the seventh grade and i remember in the seventh grade where um i remember we we're just talking to all my friends and out of nowhere like i'm like i realized like we we're having sex and i was like in the seventh grade, bro. Not, wow. I was confused. I'm like, we were just on the playground. I'm crying. Like, yeah, we were literally just in the playground, and, and I'm sitting here, and I'm yeah. just like, wait, what is, like, what is, like, what is all of, like, what is all of these? Yeah, what is all of these things like? Because no on? one had ever broken anything yeah, down no for you. Down. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sitting here, and then it, it's where like, it's where like I'm, I'm realizing like my body's changing, and yeah. I'm just like, okay. And like I'm having friends talk about different things, mm-hmm. and then like I'm confused because I'm like I'm not doing any of these things. Yeah. And like in that like in that hunger of like not even trying to because then again like and then you have girls talking about it, yeah. and they're talking to you about it, and you don't know what's going on. Yeah. To where I'm like oh, okay so, um, I'm gonna try this. Mm-hmm. So it's like I remember the first time I masturbated, it was like I was like this is fantastic. <laughs> Right, this is mm-hmm. this is this is fantastic, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I'm sitting here, and I, I'm starting to like, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to like, I'm starting to like feel myself with this, mm-hmm. right? So and when does shame enter the picture? Shame entered. I think shame entered the picture whenever, um, shame entered the picture when I've. I think only my therapist. And now the rest of whoever watches this knows. I'm this. crying. You don't have to tell us nothing you don't want to tell us. No, about. no, it's cool. It's okay, cool. <laughs> it's whenever like I got caught. Oh, my dad's uh, laptop. Ah. Uh, got caught. And it's yeah. just it's just the fact of where it's like that happened. Yeah. And it's like, 
it, and it's the way the conversation happened. Yeah, tell us. And it's where it's like it was just a level of. I remember, I remember I was out regular day, regular day. It was a good day. It was a fantastic <laughs> day. It was in yeah. the summer. And then like my mom, I'm at, I'm at my mom's friend's place, and then we're leaving. My dad calls and I like, give the phone to him, and then just like tears into me and then like we're in the car usually it's like a we're in Irving yeah and we live in Euless usually it's like a maybe a 20 minute ride yeah it felt like an hour yeah and two days yeah just to ride back because it's like my mom was just going in yeah just going in and just sitting there and it's just like I feel just terrible yeah and so that, that's whenever it did to where like I just became more um, that's that's where like shame came into it. Yeah, because it was just that like you know we've taught you well. How can you do this? This is what you're watching. All of these other things, and mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, boom. So that happens. Yeah. And I and I remember this other time where um you remember the book you remember the um remember those pens where you write in invisible ink yeah. and then you turn the light on yeah literally. So one day I don't know it was around maybe months later um I think I wrote on the book. In the book, I think on my brother's book, actually, I think I wrote, like, I am too sexy or something like that. <laughs> and then, um, I'm too sexy. I don't listen. <laughs> and then, um, and, uh, also I'm a therapist, so all my parent trauma is being worked out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what it is, so I remember, like, randomly, like, I don't know what happened, how they got, they got the book, and they're looking through it. Yeah. And we're just looking at it, and I saw that. And it's like, every time it came to, like, 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 anything, came to anything sexual. Mm-hmm. And my dad, it was just always just very like, just yeah. a lot of just, this, this, a lot of just like, you're wrong, you're da 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 da. And it's like, I get it. Yeah. And I think that's where like it, it, it became a, a, a thing of shame to where like, I always think about it like, even like whenever like, like I get married, there's a level mm-hmm. of like, like nervousness I have for it mm-hmm. because whenever you've done a lot of things in the dark, mm-hmm. whenever you do it in the light, mm-hmm. is it gonna feel as good? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of like a lot of like proclivities and because even as time has gone on, there's a day whenever uh, I know I'm, I hope I'm like still intent. There's a day I was in college and um, there's a there's a girl I was talking to. She said something. And like I, I said like something slick right back and I was walking around. I felt good. Like I just said something real slick, so I don't remember what it was. Yeah. And I was walking and then like I literally heard the Holy Spirit, heard the Holy Spirit literally be like, Oh, you you think you the host was like, You think you're a freak, huh? You're oh. just a pervert. And I was like, and I shook. Because one of the things I realized about shame is that mm. it's like shame grows. Mm. Because it's like you do certain things and you know better, right? Yeah. And as you know better, there's there's a level of um there's a level of like understanding that you get through, but you kind of crave more of it. Yeah. And it's a thing where like even whenever you have certain conversations, you know there's shame because you kind of look around before you say it. Yeah. There's a level of okay, don't judge me. I and I and I'm, mm. I'm like <laughs> because it's like this is not something yeah. that naturally should be common and that should I should like and all of those things. Right? Yeah. So this is where like shame built into where like over time till till yesterday till tonight till five minutes ago where it's something that I think about. Yeah. Because it's like it's like as much as I'm coming to the light, is the light going to expose my shame? Mm. Because a lot of times, like we, I remember I was talking to a therapist about this. Like, um, the reason why, like, I I love being like in the background, mm-hmm. and it's not, and it's like everybody kind of, I'm like kind of like the quiet puppet master just pulling, and you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a great thing. But part of it is because 
um, I realized that I'm afraid of spotlights. Mm. And, you know, a lot of times, like, because spotlights naturally should illuminate things and, yeah. and show you how pretty it is. But in my yeah. mind, like, spotlight shows your flaws. Mm. So I'm always good at being in the background mm-hmm. because I'm afraid if I come to the front of the spotlight, it's going to basically show what all my flaws are because I'm super flawed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, super flawed. Mm-hmm. And it's weird whenever, like, you're super flawed, but God still calls you. Yeah. I mean, aren't we all? Yeah. But Isn't it, that the whole Bible? It is, but it's like, but it's, I'm dealing with me, though. Yeah. I'm dealing with me, yeah. though. Like, and it's like, and then I look at, well, you know, David was, yeah, but the grace is different. I don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't want to be like, you know, just because that happened with David and that's an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, and it's like, and a lot of times, like, whenever God, like, whenever God, like, like, whenever you're privileged for God to be like, hey, you're the one I want to use. Yeah. Because the day God literally told me, like, I'm not using you because you're special. I'm using you because you're available. Mm. Once you become unavailable, I move to the next one, bro. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, all, it ain't, it ain't even all that. that. <laughs> ain't nothing about you like that. You're not that special. Yeah. That's interesting. So I want to, like, double tap right there <laughs> um, because I always find the, um, I don't know whether to call it, like, a, paraco- a paradox or a dichotomy of, like, kind of, like you said, like being in a place of shame and then God calling you in a place of shame or like being in a place of like, you know, you know, you ain't, you ain't no good. Right. But then like still hearing the voice of God. And I I think those moments are interesting. Right. Because like that kind of even disproves the distance that we keep for ourselves or like that underlying shame. Right. It's just like when, you know, they were in the garden of Eden and like, it wasn't like God was like, "Eh, don't talk to me. He went looking for them. Like, where, where are you? Like who told you you were naked? Right. And he was still communicating and um, uh, communing with them, even though they had, they had sinned and they had disobeyed. And like, he was seeing something in their hearts that wasn't good. Like, if we really think about it, like those type of things, like cause God to come closer instead of pull further away. But we act opposite as if like we have to pull further away because like we're so kind of um, like unworthy to to be in his presence. And so I, I just think it's, it's interesting that dichotomy. And I want you to tell us more about then that call, right. Or what it looked like to kind of, you know, okay, so you grew up in the church. You wasn't really trying to be there. There was oh. there was shame and like all of these type of things. But apparently, like there was a point at which like you um, got saved or began to yeah. recognize the voice of God as the voice of God. Yeah. And like even if you might have been run, running away, like found yourself being called closer to the point when you know when he called you like Samuel yeah. you could you could recognize yeah, yourself yeah. as called yeah. <laughs> you weren't just like uh anyways and then keep going like you, you there was a tension there yeah. because there was a calling there and so describe that for us yeah and sorry before we get to that i think um i don't know um i don't know whoever's like watching this who's like super young and you're like in high school or middle school and you feel cuz sorry i'm still on this real quick no it's you're like, fine I, I think it's interesting how like I, for the longest time, I associated shame with being an adult. Mm, mm, interesting. But imagine you're 10, 11, 12, yeah. 13 years old, and you're walking around with shame. That's where it starts. And it's like, how much when you become an adult, what does the baggage of shame actually look like mm-hmm. that you're carrying from like childhood traumas mm-hmm. and childhood incidents? Mm-hmm. And it always wonders whenever incidents like that happens from a parent perspective, 
how do you how do you discipline and talk to your kids yeah. without inviting shame into their lives? Yeah. Just thought in the air. Yeah. Well, going back to what you were saying though, right? So okay. I remember um growing up, right? Um, you know, I remember my first year in college. Mm-hmm. My first year in college, um, I was in Tyler and there was a pastor friend of my dad's who uh he basically like made me go to his church. Mm-hmm. And the church was gr- church was good. But at the same time, it just wasn't what I was looking for. Yeah. Right. It just was not what I was looking for yeah. in general. So I remember like that year, um, I got again, I learned to if you excel at something, you can miss church. <laughs> That's how it worked. If you excel at something, you can miss church. So yeah. I remember I got into speech and debate that year. Nice. So and um speech and debate and in college and um part would have would have meets and stuff, and it would be like out of state, I mean mm-hmm. out of out of the city. It'll be over the weekend. Yeah. So basically, twelve. Because I remember, like, whenever I would miss church, imagine like you're in college, you miss church, and your and your pastor calls your dad, and then he then calls you like, "Why aren't you going to church?" That's awkward. That's annoying. Like, uh, you're great, <laughs> no, great dude though, right? But um, and I remember I got into speech and debate, and that 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 happened, and whenever that uh, whenever that happened, I remember I just kind of like went through that year. I was yeah. like, All right, whatever. I'm here trying to be involved and I'm really not. It was actually the next year uh, I moved on campus and literally how this happened was an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was, there was some people like I think I was hanging out with and there was a Bible study that they were, there was a Bible study thing they were talking about mm-hmm. where um, they're like, hey, you should, they, you should, they kind of said something about it. I wasn't paying attention, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I was back in my dorm and one of the dudes ran me and like, hey, you come in. You come in, I was like, to what? She's like, to the Bible study. And I was like, um, yeah, sure. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. So, like, I literally go in. I literally just, like, I can drive. So, I drove there and I got there. And it was just a bunch of, like, just young adults. Mm-hmm. And um, um, they were just, like, there's a bunch of young adults. And we just had, like, a regular Bible study with a pastor. Time was um, Pastor Gary Whitaker. We're calling PG. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really cool Bible study. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. It was just cool because we, you know, he talked and then like we got to like, you know, just like converse about about God and I was like, okay, yeah. And then, um, you know, and then I just started like going. I remember I would go on Mondays and I'll go on Wednesday. I'll go on Monday because they met Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Oh wow! And exactly, that's a deep Bible. study. That's a deep. So I remember on Monday was Bible study. Um, Wednesday was like prayer night mm-hmm. and Friday was kind of whenever we chilled. Yeah. And um, I used to always miss Wednesday. I just didn't go on Wednesday because it was prayer night. And <laughs> I was just like, I'm not trying to do this. Yeah. But as time progressed, I kept going, right? I kept going and I was like, wait, I kind of like this. Mm. I, I kind of like this. And funny enough, whenever I got, the more I got involved in it, I realized that the, the dude who actually was Cole, this, name, this guy named Cole, whenever he came in, there was this other dude named uh, was it was it D Mitch? It was this other dude who was big, was this this other big dude, right? Mm-hmm. So in his mind, go get the big dude to go to Bible study, but it wasn't me. <laughs> it was this other big dude, but because That's I funny. was there, he just assumed. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like how like I I I, I fell into a divine appointment. Mm. Literally, it fell into because literally, so I went in there, and when I came in there, became one of the leaders and you know within it. And like, what was interesting to me, um, I tried going to Wednesday Bible studies too. Was mm. one What's of my this group called? Um, it was oh my gosh, it was just a call. We didn't even have a name. At the time. <laughs> we just also go to PGs. Literally, what was the, I forgot the name. That's okay. Good goodness. Um, uh, so I remember this. So whenever I met one of my like one of my friends of today, um, Theo, right, mm-hmm. and um. 
in that, like in that time, we'll go to Bible study and um, we'll go to Bible study and just be there. And I realized one of my friends from class, mm. like she was at the Bible study, mm-hmm. right? So like it was just really cool because it was the first time whenever I had I had my peers mm. talk about God, mm. and there was no. It was just there was just a level of there was just balance. Yeah, there was just balance, and in, in in that same process was whenever me and uh I started talking to Theo. Um, and I remember there was a time whenever we were talking about how, um, we would try to schedule our sins according to Bible study. Stop, Joshua. <laughs> this, this is a safe space. This is a safe space. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm really curious. No, no, no. Literally, tell me more. It's like okay, cool. So we have. I just never heard it put yeah, quite yeah, like that. Like, like that. Literally like that. So it's like oh, we have Bible study Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yes. So if anything is gonna happen, um, it's gonna either happen. It's either gonna happen either Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Saturday night. Because, because at this point in time, like I, I also I was still like going to the other church, yeah. but I wanted to go to my friend's church, but still had to go to um, the church that my dad had me go to, right? Yeah. So it's like, and then I, so if it's so, for example, if it's the masturbate, whatever it is, like we literally would be like, okay, I have I have um Bible study on Monday, yeah, at at night, yeah. So if I do it on Sunday. I know that I know I'll be spiritually feeling out of it for a couple hours. I know I can pray wow. myself into forgiveness. Yeah. And by like maybe Monday afternoon, I'll me and God will be in a good place for me to go to Bible study and wow. actually enjoy it. Got you. Right? Yeah. So if it's so that was how so and I remember yeah, one day like dichotomy. And I remember <laughs> right one day like I said it and he was like, I do the same thing too. <laughs> and whenever he said that was the first time I felt seen. Mm. In the sense that like I'm like, wait, so I'm not the only person struggling with this, mm. right? I'm not the only person that like, like, ha- like loves God and is going through this entire fleshly battle. Like, and it was the first time again where like I think it was the first time where like I didn't, I didn't feel shame, mm. right? Mm. And I realized that my closeness to this space was it was a space that allowed me to not feel shame. Yeah, a place that allowed me to be flawed but not stay flawed. Mm. Because a lot of times, like it was, and also one of the things about it was that it wasn't like we were like. Like, you know, um, what I said, like sinful trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was one of those where it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Now we are accountable yeah. for one another on these things. Right? Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things, right? Yeah. So like that that happens to where like, you know, um, as time went on, like I was in there and I'm like, okay, I actually really love God. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time, like it literally took me, I actually it took me a week to stop cussing. Really? Literally, it took me a week. You need to pray for me. Took me a week. Took me a a week, and I realized what it was was like. I realized that like my hunger for certain music. I used to love like R and B was literally where my heart was at. Like I mean, I still listen now, you know. Still, but it's like then. I remember I went up here. It was nothing but just worship music. Like, and I remember there was a time where like I knew like there was a shift coming on where like I wanted to say a certain word, and I bit my tongue. <laughs> like I, I wanted to say it, yeah. And it's where like those there, there was a shift in my appetite. There was a mm-hmm. there was a shift in it to where like oh my, I re- like I enjoyed praying. Yeah. Like I would I listen to worship music. I remember those. I remember um it was what like 2013 whenever um nothing was the same came out and um <laughs> the weekend house of um the trilogy yeah and all those albums. Oh, yeah. but, man, I, I, I tell you, <laughs> used to be out here just listening to that. On the, and I realized no, it was literally just like worship music. 
Mm. Right? And, and it was it just like that? It like, literally, literally a week. It did not. Literally, like, I literally felt, like, I literally felt different. Where I'm, I'm coming home and I'm like, it's, it's, it's nothing but worship music. I, I'm, I'm literally watching, I'm, I'm literally still like, I, like, the, the battle with my flesh became apparent. Mm. Like, I'm not, I'm still, I'm still struggling, but yeah. the, the, the lacks in how it was before was yeah. not there. Yeah. Like there was still, there was still like, there was still conviction. There was still like, there was still conviction that all of these things were still like, was still going on and, yeah. and, and, and apparent. So it's just like all of those things were, were, were still going on. And, yeah. and yeah, so like that, that happened and I was just like, huh. Okay. Yeah. There, there's something going on. And the biggest part was I had community of people who looked like me. Yeah. I had community of people part. who, who 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 were able to understand me? Yeah. And another thing was like what I loved about it also was um, I was around like it sounds weird I was around like Black Americans and I loved it because I felt they were more authentic than Africans. Mm. Like it was, and that was the part that because a lot of I was like the only Nigerian there, mm-hmm. but I loved it because a lot of times in our culture there is a level of like there is a level of. Um, like eye service. There's a level mm. of where like we are good at hiding things. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're literally struggling whatever it is and we come mm-hmm. in on our Sunday best and all of these things. Really and good I, at showing face. Really good at it. Mm-hmm. But it was it was the level of vulnerability that I saw. Yeah. From even my pastor where he's a grown man and he's crying and, and talking about just times whenever he like thought about killing himself. Like mm-hmm. like you see vulnerability. You mm-hmm. see whenever he talks about like his his pornography show. Like this is a time when a when a pastor's like, Yeah, like where you been? I've been before yeah yeah and it's like i had i had never had that before yeah because again i'm from an african church where you know it's you know god is good all these other things yeah. there wasn't there wasn't the intricacies of like the human experience yeah mm-hmm. it was always you know god is going to deliver you that's great yeah and you know whatever your enemy is no but sometimes you're on your own enemy yeah sometimes yeah. like all of these things and and i was able to experience that mm-hmm. right so that happens, and then I end up like leaving that, and I go to and I go to tech, right? And I, you know, God really does it. I go to tech. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get to tech, I'm like, you know what? Sorry, question. Let me slow yeah. you down a little bit. Where this was in I was high in Tyler? No, it's college. So oh. I went to I went to I, went to, I was in, I was in Tyler community college. Yeah, and okay. then I went to uh, tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. That. Okay, yeah. got you. So I went to tech, right? And I remember like whenever I went to tech. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna come and chill. Like, you know, like, you know, God is. Good. I mean, I love God. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, I, I can go. I'm literally six hours away. Yeah. Parents, oh, my cousin is out there. Like, ain't no, like, yeah. you know, whatever it is. So when I go there, I think my first semester, because then also like my life gets hard at this point. So this yeah. is like twenty. I get. I think I get to like twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. I get to like twenty fourteen or whatever it is, and then like in my first semester. There, you know, I'm still going to church or whatever it is. I think yeah. it's my first semester there in third week. Mm. Um, I find out my mom has cancer. Mm. Right. Mm. And, you know, still, still dugging out. Like, and at this point in time, like my, my dad doesn't really say anything. Like mm. my dad doesn't, my dad doesn't really tell us how severe it is. Mm. Right. So I come home for Christmas still, you know, I'm just like, at this point in time, I'm there, I'm still doing, I'm still chilling. Like I'm not, not out here doing anything, just still loving God. But yeah. you know, like the church I was going to was a bit, eh, whatever. I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah. I'm still church hopping, yeah. whatever it is. And then, so December comes, I go home, mom is really sick. Mm. And I'm like, I mean, I thought she was good, mm. but, but she's not. Right. So, um, 2015 comes and it gets worse. Mm. And then in 2015, like she passes. Mm. 
And at this point in time, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm saying, I'm saying, this isn't, this, this is not, this is not mathing up because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, okay, yeah, she passed, but why did she have, she, she had like pancreatic cancer, mm. and like she she passes, but it's like, yeah, but why did she? It's like, okay, fine, she passes, but like, why does she have? To, why does she have to go through all that? Yeah, like. Like God, like this was the person who mm-hmm. literally was like the best human being ever, mm-hmm. but you made her suffer like this. Like, mm-hmm. what is what is this? So, like in that process, where like in in that process, like God like comes through in that those dope revelation and whatever it is, and and I'm I'm getting to a point. I promise you. Um, no, and then, no, like, you're even, fine. Like, Take your even, time. Like even in that space, right? I yeah. think. Um, so I'm going through that, and I remember. Like and literally, God really sees me through, it. and that's like another like topic for another thing. But going back to the question, yeah. and I'm being super long winded. No, you're it. fine. But um, so I remember one of my friends, ID, like has a um, like a Bible study, mm-hmm. right? And we're just like having the Bible study, and um, like he has the Bible study, and like it's cool. Like we, I think, has it at my apartment. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, like it's cool. It's just a couple of people. Like I know, I somehow like I just knew a bunch of people. Yeah. And like we just have it on Saturday. People would show up. It was cool. And then um and then I remember I think it was in like September. Mm-hmm. September, like I get a call on my phone. Um I mean my mom just passed away in August, but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. No, in, in May, but whatever. I get a call on my phone, they're like, Hey, um, so it was, it was some pastor was like, Oh, um, we wanna do a seminar, like wanna do a seminar, we get some friends together and people together to do like a seminar on on something, right? I'm like why are you calling me about this? Yeah. But they knew my dad. My dad, I was like, I like bet. So I literally set it up. I literally set it up. I'm thinking it's a seminar. I walk in and randomly like 40 people show up. I don't know. I was about to like just tell a bunch of people. Yeah. They randomly show up. my friends. They show up. And then it's a full church service and I'm <laughs> heated. Because I'm like, you literally came in here like it was a seminar. Yeah. But you literally had an entire church service here. Yeah. There was no, how, there was nothing. They literally came, they lied and came under false pretenses. It was a whole church service, yeah. literally whatever it is. And I'm just like, I'm the entire time I'm just annoyed. I'm like, these here these Africans coming in. Yeah. Right. So um I remember like afterwards, I remember afterwards, um, they're like, hey, we're looking to start like a ministry out here. You know, you think you should like, you know, she's kind of head it. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Mm-mm. I'm good. It's fine. They're like, no, no, no. They're like, you know, so we know afterwards talk, how I'm clean up. They're like, you know what? Just just think about it, right? Yeah. Just think about it. And um, I, I I go home and like I'm just I go home and I remember that day was just like the weather was weird so I was just mm. in my dorm room well I was not in my dorm room I was in my apartment and like I'm trying to do anything but I'm just annoyed yeah I'm just frustrated mm-hmm. and it's just like heavy in my heart just heavy in my spirit I'm just sitting there and I'm rocking back and forth I remember just sitting there and I'm just like I don't want to do this mm. I don't want to do this mm. So I literally remember I was sitting in a chair, like in a computer chair, to be giving your college housing dorm. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I was just like, I was like, God, I, I don't want to do this. But yeah. he's but there's like, there's just this, this burden on my heart. Mm-hmm. There's there's a burden on my heart. And he's like, and I told I'm like, I literally said that I'm like, God, if I do this, it can't suck. <laughs> That's how I said it. Yeah. Because like one of the things about it is like just growing up is that like a lot of like I've seen churches not do as well. Yeah. Where like the right intention is there, but like mm-hmm. the people, the resources, the finances is not there. Yeah. So it's like I'm doing it, but like they're struggling it. Yeah. And I had seen it up close and personal. Yeah. So I was like, God, like I I don't want to do this. Yeah. And then, but yet again, it, it still happened. Yeah. And then I'm literally sitting there and I was just like, so I'm, I'm literally sitting there. I'm like, God, I don't want to do this. 
And out of nowhere, it did. And I'm sitting there, and like he literally gives me a name. Mm. I was like, because the dad's like, hey, what would you want the name to be? And I was like, and in my mind, I, I always get mad about how like Africans always have like over the top names. <laughs> like, it's just transformation trick. That's cool. Like, yeah. like, you always have some kingdom come house of, oh, wait, <laughs> house of, you know, whatever it is. Like, you know, it's, it's always some just long, you know, you know, there's always some like, there's a church, Trinity trick, like super chill names. And literally, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, God, what's what's the name? And then out of nowhere, he was like, the tree of restoration. I'm like, that sounds ugly. <laughs> Not ugly. That sounds ugly. <laughs> and literally, and, and then literally, I was, he was like, tree of restoration. I'm like, and I was like, why? And and I remember what he was just like. He was like, well, like whenever, he was like, why did you have restoration? He was like, well, like, because whenever Adam and Eve sent the, the branch that they took to cover their nakedness, I took that off. So that tree was not good enough. Mm. And he was like, whenever, um, whenever David had to be the temple, David or, or Solomon had to be the tabernacle. I literally gave them like the rights, the no, the, the the square footage and the type of tree mm-hmm. to have to house me and all of those things. But that, that still wasn't good enough. Mm. It wasn't until like the tree that was that it wasn't until the tree that was taken in Calvary mm. that was the tree that restored everything. Yeah, where Jesus hung on the exactly. cross. Exactly. Mm. So he was like, it's gonna be it's it's, the, it's like the tree. Of restoration, mm. and once he said that, I was like, "I bet." <laughs> so I remember whenever that started, and it literally started with literally like first service was like four people, mm. and at the time I left, I think we were like over a hundred. This was like in twenty fifteen, twenty, and it's like wow. literally it came out from like Bible study. And I remember like we would have we would have Bible studies in like my apartment, yeah, and like my apartment would have if our Bible study would be like forty five, fifty people. Wow. Should not have that many people in there. We had, <laughs> we had a prayer night where there was 80 people in my apartment. Oh my gosh. It's a fire hazard. Bro, it's a fire. <laughs> like, you could not move. Our AC broke a lot of times. That's because crazy. of the amount of. Yeah. And then, like, people literally just come in. Yeah. Right? To literally, like, just, just come in. I remember um, there's a time whenever, like, um, yeah, I remember God was like, well, we're going to have it between, I think he said, like, 11 and 1. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, because the heavens are open at this time. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, most parties start at 11. Mm. Right around eleven or twelve, mm. so there's nobody. Nobody's praying at this time, mm. right? So like we start there, and it's like that's where like there's the origin and just like service and and one of the things that had transpired was like in that space was where I got to see people who were like me, yeah, same struggles to where it's like you know as much as our parents are doing the best that they can, yeah. there's like so much, like there's a lot of like unintentional harm yeah. and damage mm-hmm. that has been done to us. Yeah. Yep. To where, um, there's this concept I learned. I'm sorry. No, there was this concept I learned about an orphan spirit. Mm-hmm. And what it talks about, what it really deals with is the fact that a lot of the times, um, the way we, our relationship with our, with our relationship with our parents mm-hmm. mimics how we view God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we don't know how to come we don't know how to come to God whenever we're flawed and we're messed up. Yeah. Because we don't know how to come to our parents in that. Mm. Mm. So a lot of us are literally walking around as like orphans. God is like, listen, I'm your father, I'm here, I want you. But it's like I'm I'm so flirted, I'm so flawed and I'm so damaged yeah. that like I don't feel like you're good enough that I can come to you and I yeah. can I can I can be as vulnerable and as, as transparent with you. Yeah, yeah. So like those were those were things that I saw where I'm just like oh wow we like we all messed up and it's yeah. like it, it, sometimes like literally I was reading I was going through your book and I was like it seems like our parents kind of went to the same parenting class 
Which was none. <laughs> and it's not, it's no, it's no shade because they did the best they that really they can, did. but it's they just tried. like, they're just certain things that like, in my, in my mind, I'm like, okay, whenever I have kids, how do I tweak? I don't know it all ends. Like, you know, how do I tweak this? Yeah. To whenever, to where like, I'm able to maybe spare my kid this, this, this years of just frustration and shame yeah. and, and reproach and not being able to like deal with God properly. Yeah, for sure. Man, thank you for sharing, Josh. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got really transparent. Yeah, I appreciate that. I just want to honor that. Um, and it's interesting because, like, I've heard parts of your story before, but like hearing it in this order, um, and this this last thing that you said um, about like you were around. I actually have so many questions in so many different directions, so I want to make sure that um, I kind of streamline it for us. But you're around people that were like you and you basically saw a similar pattern of trauma or, um, or, or hurt or shame. Like we were talking about before and you talked about how you were essentially like the leader, um, of this, of this group in a sense. Um, and I'm sure you had people that you worked with as well, but like God called you to, to start this thing. Right. And so what did it look like? I mean, let me just let me just ask one straightforward question, and then I have a follow up. But what did it look like to be in the pl- in this place, right? And you're processing, you know, hurt and shame from just like growing up how you grew up, and you're processing um, uh, the pain of um, a, a significant loss. I'm I'm sorry about the loss of your mother as well, by the way. And God is calling and placing on your heart something that you you love God and you want to do, but what does it look like to 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 lead people and be there for people and pray with folks that's like, well, I'm going through some of the same things yeah. that y'all are going with. At one point it's like, oh, I feel seen, I feel like I'm in community, I feel like I'm not alone. But it is another at another point it's like, at what point do we all get free? Like, yeah. what does that look like? I mean, I think in that space, right, it was even being honest, like in that in that space, what it did was that it it made me more super self-conscious mm. because I still wasn't good. Yeah. Like I still was doing my dirt. Like I it wasn't. It's a thing. It's a thing where like it, it, it taught me. It taught me to. I remember one of the things I learned about myself was is that I thought I was a private person, mm. but I was secretive. Mm. And there's a difference. There's a difference. Talk about that. The difference. We don't like, talk about that. No, no, we don't. Like, because, because, like, pri- privacy is it's it's a thing that is like privacy. I think privacy. Like, if you look at privacy laws, has to do with legalities, mm. right? You know, this is a this is a private event. Yeah, you don't have the access to do it. Yeah. Know? So it's like the access. You know what's going on. Yeah, it's just boundaries. Just boundaries. You just don't. You just don't need to see it. Yeah. Secrecy is you don't know what's going on. You're not supposed to be doing it. Mm. Secrecy is where, like, it's it's not supposed to be known that it's happening. Yeah, you're not authorized to you're be not, doing this. Yeah, you're not authorized to do it. Privacy, literally, privacy is like, you know it's a private event. Yeah. There are people in there. You know what's going on. Yeah. You just don't have the access. Yeah. Secrecy is, you're not supposed to have the access. You're not supposed to be doing it. Yeah. It's illegal. Yeah. Like, if you get caught, the lights are on and you're in trouble. Mm. Like that's what it is. So I, yeah. so I'm like, no, no, no. I was, I was being secretive mm. because you learn how to be. Because again, because a lot of times the spotlight, right? Yeah, the spotlight. Because one of the things, right? And one of the things, obviously, like my superpower. One of the things I'm, I'm, I'm learning for my superpower to be 
is vulnerability, right? Mm. But one of the things about, about no, not vulnerability, it's vulnerability and transparency, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem with transparency, right? For you to be, for you to be transparent enough for God to use you, the light has to go through you. Mm. Because transparency is literally whenever light goes through a thing. That's right? good. So, but a, a lot of things like you can't be fully transparent yeah. when there's a lot of you in it. Mm. Wait, you're gonna have to slow down for me because when you start talking about light, it's so good. Say that, run that no, no, back so one like, more time. Again, I don't know where we are, but like, with transparency <laughs> with transparency, um, light has to go through it. It has to pass through, it shine pass through. through. It has to mm. shine through, yeah. right? And a lot of times, and a lot of things with transparency is whenever it shines through, it sees the object behind. Mm, mm-hmm. Right? So, God is always with us. Yeah. And whenever, like, and whenever you're trying to be transparent, you yeah. can't, people can ever really, people will see a, dis- be- a lot of us try to be transparent. Yeah. But, God has not finished taking the things out of us. So whenever people see us in our transparency, they see distorted images of God. Mm. Because as the light is passing through, God might be in the background, but your dirt is still on the other side of it. So instead of seeing God in his goodness and how wonderful he is and all of these things, they see God in as a crack in it. There's a a dent in it. And really, it's not God. It's the things in you about that, right? So it's like I got into a space where like God wanted to shine through me mm. to be transparent and like listen I'm I am trying to I am trying to have this light pass through you right yeah. and sometimes we need to let the, the light pass through us so we see where the issues are yeah yeah but a lot of it is where we're hiding from the light yeah so it's like so imagine where so and being in this position is where the light is shining on me but I'm ducking and dodging yeah so what it is is where like instead of instead of being properly vulnerable yeah. and properly naked I'm only showing the parts mm. that needs to be seen yeah. because again I know I'm not right Yeah. so it's like I'm in this space and it's like and what it is is where like there are times whenever like I get good yeah. and I, I just God is working on me yeah. where like let's say like my like maybe like half of my body yeah. is, is in the right space Yeah. so the light is sitting through so I'm sitting I'm like okay well, and now then I'm able to then like Understand what's 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 going on, right? Yeah, I'm able to understand what's going on. But one of the things I've learned on the flip side, where it's like the devil is weird in that, is that whenever you're doing wrong, mm-hmm. you can also identify who's doing wrong too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're not discerning anything; it's the same spirit. <laughs> just recognizes you, you just you just recognize family. Spirit. Real oh, recognize no. real. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Perversion recognize perversion. Yeah, yeah. So that's why there's sometimes whenever you like it's even think about it, right? There there's some people where like, you know, y'all might be sexual compatible. Y'all could just look at each other and be like, oh no, y'all it's perversion and recognize perversion. <laughs> you know yeah. what's up? Because y'all look yeah, y'all can look at each other yeah. and know, oh, this is about this is about, about to go happen. down. Yeah. Right? So it's like even in that space where like I learned that like sometimes, like even being honest, like it wasn't it, because I wasn't all the way right, it wasn't my discernment. Yeah. Perversion recognized perversion. Mm, interesting, interesting. So it's like so at the same time, but it's you know, and and when time goes on, it's like you know, you understand those things. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool, God, how how do I get through it? So it's, yeah. it was a thing of where like it's like I'm I'm striving to do right. It's like God, you're consistently calling me, mm-hmm. but I'm still dirty. I'm. It's like it, it's like I'm never. There's never enough. It's it's like there's never enough time to get right to mm-hmm. come out. So it's so a lot of it, and 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 those were things where like. You know, you're 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 struggling with those things, right? Yeah. And you're and you're walk you're working through those things, yeah. right? 
And that's why, like, and then, but the, the, what where God is super faithful is on moments of consecration and you're good, it's clarity. Yeah. It's, 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 it's clarity. Mm-hmm. I, and I used to always talk, I used to always talk about my friends about this, where it's like after every spiritual high, yeah. it's like the enemy is just waiting for you. Yeah. Like just wait, literally after every just great move of God, like I, me and my friend, we know it's like after every great move of God, I know for a fact the next 24 to 48 hours, I should not be alone. Mm. I should not be alone. Mm-hmm. I should not be alone. Yeah. Right. And 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 those are things where like I'm like I'm 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 walking through, I'm pushing through and, and yeah. still trying to like overcome. Did you have anybody in this season? Like not I mean, I know you had your community yeah. and your your people that you were um in this ministry with, but did you have like someone that you were submitted to or accountable to um or discipled by who could just act as that as they that were, covering over you? They were they were far. Mm, they're far away. They were far away because we had a lead pastor, and he was, and he did the best he could. Like he was, he was not, he was, he was, he was fantastic. Yeah, but he didn't live there. Yeah, so he would come, and he had a family, and everyone so would have to leave. So yeah. it's like it, again, it's like with this position, accountability. Yeah, accountability. I didn't have good accountability. Mm. I like discipleship was there. Yeah, no, that's a, mentorship was there. Mm. Not discipleship. Someone to really walk through yeah, that thing. Mentorship with you. was there. Okay. Not discipleship. Got you. And it's like it's 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 that. Um, and and those were things where like were, were pitfalls for me. Yeah. So it's it's even where like even in today's time, whenever like we talk about like you know, I think we had a conversation recently, and like, well, Josh, that's you. I'm like, no, it's like because in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. I'm. It's like I'm scared to be in the front mm. because I'm like I don't want to be in the front and mess up. Mm. I don't want to be in the front and follow my face. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be in the front and literally show people a distorted image of God. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, like a lot of people's church hurt comes from church folks showing distorted images of God. Yeah. To people. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, that's the God you're talking about." Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think that that is so powerful. And like, as I understand it, like some of these things, like, because, you know, you graduated from college, you transitioned out. So you're still like working through like, what does it look like oh, yeah. to, and that's why you I mean, you shared hunger, right? And you shared um, um, like the, the confusion, right? And all that type of stuff. And yet like you... Um, are one of like the most like spiritually astute people that I know just as far as like operating in your unique and specific gifting that God has given you. And I think like this is really um, important and interesting because like you talked about transparency and you talked about like being an image of God and not wanting to be a distorted image. And I think, you know what that made me think of? It made me think of idolatry, Yeah. right? Because like anything other than God is going to be a distorted image of God. Yeah. Um, but there's also this idea of that is why it's so important, like not to worship like creatures, um, but to uh, worship the creator. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for like folks that are in leadership, in ministry, like want to do really something like good for God that they know that God is calling exactly. them to. Yeah. Like, it's so um, interesting. And even your story, I feel like, is illuminating this more. This idea of, like, really being, um, like, so surrendered and yeah. humble to be like, it's not about me. And the flaws in me, they don't, um, because I am not God, I'm just 
trying my very best to reflect God, like I can point you back to something that's greater than myself. And so I don't have to kind of manufacture this image for you because that image won't be what you're worshiping. And and I think that's the reason why like I strive to be transparent around it. Because it's like, for me, it's my defense mechanism to not make God look dumb. Mm. To not make God look bad. Yeah. Because it ain't about me. Like, yeah. It has, because I'm quick to literally be self-deprecating mm. to be like, like, don't, don't let what you see on Sunday fool you. Yeah. I got issues. Yeah. And we all do. We got, like, we all do. Yeah. And it's like, it's like I have issues, right? Yeah. And it's like, so, and it, it's also a thing of where it, it, it's also saying that, like, don't, like, like, know God for yourself. Yeah. Right. And 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 the reason why a lot of like things would happen with, with pastor people that I you know generally respect happen that I'm just like you know it's okay is because one of the things that in, in the the day it switched for me was whenever God was like you knew me through proxy because mm. you had a parent you had praying parents like I always say I found God when I was at my parents' house my parents are pastors yeah that's that's weird <laughs> that's not that's not a but it's like when I left when I literally left when I left their house yeah is whenever I found God yeah. Because it literally like it the, the proxy was was gone where I had to know him for myself. Yeah, right? yeah. So it's like so it's it's that striving for me to know God. I just at at his at his beer self. Yeah, and like in the fact that like he counts me worthy to to talk and be spiritually and all of these things. Yeah. it's a thing where like I don't I don't get to. I strive, I don't get too big about it. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't get too I don't get too big about it because like on a daily basis, I know that I know how much I love God. Yeah. I know how much he has seen me through. When my mom passed away, it was literally the grace of God that I wasn't suicide. There was a point in time where the devil was like, Listen, bro, if you were to lose it, do whatever you want to do right now, God messed up, he would understand. Mm. I have to be like, nah, fam, relax. Mm. The enemy literally gave me a pass, like, bro, if you want to do it right now, if you want to just Mess some things up or whatever it is, you mm. are good. You have a pass. Because mm. mm. I was, I was, I was mad. I was angry. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. And it's like, but once, once, like once you have that experience with God and you've, 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 you've dealt with Him and you felt Him, it's yeah. where, like, you are consistently working to be better. Yeah. Well, part of the reason why, like, I'm, I, like, I'm in therapy is just it's because, like, I want to be able to show all my flaws so I can publicly publicly speak about it. Yeah. I want to be able to be like, okay, this is what, okay, God, this is what the root of this is. Yeah. yeah. So, so my, so my, so my lust all the sins is tied to shame. And yeah. It, it's tied to this thing. So, God, it's it's where I'm able to pray tactful prayers. Yeah. A lot of times we pray umbrella prayers mm. instead of tactful prayers. Like, you know, God, this is what this specifically means. Specific, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's just getting better in that habit. Yeah. To 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 speak about those things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Cause you know. Yeah. yeah. And there's so much power in vulnerability and, and like even as we we kind of wrap up, like I think about how in it's it's weird, right? Or it's 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 kind of twisted a little bit in my mind because when you think about like how we all go through things. We're all broken in different ways. In so many ways, we kind of just replicate what was around us from yep. other people that were broken and didn't uh, know better. And they are products of other people that were broken and didn't know better. And then we get to this point in God where we like enter into his light and he starts to, to shine up on us and I'm telling you this analogy of transparency like it's really blowing my mind but like 
I mean, as you were talking about it and as you were talking about the superpower, right, that is um, transparency and vulnerability, like I was thinking of Jesus, right? Yeah. Because the superpower didn't come from nowhere, right? Yeah. It's a supernatural but power, hey, right? <laughs> right? Like there's nothing more vulnerable than a savior hanging, being crucified on the cross, um, on the cross naked yeah. for what he did not do. Yeah. There is nothing more vulnerable than... And the ultimate rejection of shame yeah. in that moment. And so it's like when it's crazy because like there are things about me that like need to be healed, like need to, to you know, be, be processed and, and trauma that needs to be overcome. And at the same time, the very exposure of those things like makes me like my heavenly father, right? It, it, it <laughs> enables me to be vulnerable in that same way and in not allowing the shame to, to silence me, to stop my voice, to prevent me from, from, from being and from showing up. Is, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Like in your book, I think you said something was that like, like whenever you were told to write the book, yeah, you listed your fears, yeah, and even if you write in the book, it's still the fear didn't go. The away. The fear didn't go away. The fear, in fact, it was the fact that the fear didn't go away that enabled the 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 product, the outcome, the results to give God glory all the more. To say that like, look, it wasn't like the fear had to go away because God wasn't big enough to do this with the fear still there. So he had to move the fear to the side to get this done. Mm -mm. It was that God was so big, so good, so mighty that even with the fear there, even with the doubt there, even with the uncertainty there, even in the middle of the brokenness that God was still healing, right? He produced um, a a work, right? That had... um, that had light attached to it, that had the potential to reach other people and shine in other people's lives. No, and it's, and I think what you're saying is that like, so, so sometimes like you have to get into a space. I think you have to be open Mm -hmm. to being exposed. Yes, exactly. For God to adequately use you. Yep. Because in your exposure shows a vulnerability. Yes. Because it's like you can't you can't heal what you don't reveal. Yep. And if you keep closeting those things, yeah. If you keep closeting those things, it actually would prolong your deliverance. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And and which just lets me know is that like even in my fears and everything like that, I yeah. was because like coming out here exposes me, right? Yeah. It exposes me, but it also it's it exposes me, but it's also trusting God that God in my exposure. Yeah. That you are going to heal me for those things because, yeah. like, imagine, imagine when you get exposed about, yeah. like, imagine if you get exposed, mm-hmm. if you expose yourself, and by the time they're about to capitalize on it, it's already been fixed. Yeah, can you imagine? Because what are you going to talk about? Yeah, like gonna, I've, I put gonna, myself out there already, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think, and I think that's you have I, the devil has nothing to to hold get, you. No, I remember, he has nothing to blackmail bro, you with. I, you know I, what I'm I, saying? Like, what I, are you finna tell I, me that I ain't already know? I remember. I don't know if it was an or just, or it was just a vision or something where yeah. God was like, there's a verse in the Bible that says, um, I think it's in Isaiah 54, it says, like, no weapon that's formed against you would prosper. Yeah. And every tongue that would rise against you in judgment shall be condemned, right? Yeah. And I remember I was like, I, don't, I remember I was reading this and I see it vividly. I don't, this was a while ago, so I don't know if it was in a dream, revelation or whatever it is. And God was like, so what it is, is like, you're in a courtroom. Yeah. You're in a courtroom and you have God sitting as the judge. Mm. You have the, um, you have the devil 
as the prosecutor, mm. and then you I watch Learn Order a lot. And you have the you have you have Christ as as the defendant, mm. but also what happens is where because you have exposed everything and you've literally told God, listen, I am imperfect. So you are supposed so you have God as your defendant. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to be sitting in the witness stand yeah. as guilty. Yeah. But because you have exposed everything, yeah. God's that you have Christ sits in the witness stand as well. Mm. So he's defending you and yeah. taking your place. Mm. So when scripture says no weapon that formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned is because since you have Christ in your spot, mm. when the accuser is accusing you, yeah. for everything you're exposed of, it's no longer there. You're anymore. not even there. It's no longer there That's anymore. Powerful. Yeah. But we have to get into a space of 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 being we have to be we have to get in a space of being okay, being illuminated. Yeah. Right? So sometimes like 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 light has to reveal. It's like for example, yeah. x-rays are just lights. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't know, like you don't know you have a broken bone, so you yeah. can illuminate the light. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like a lot of us are like God is calling us to do things, right? Mm. And God is calling us to to come out, to step out. Yeah. And, and and God is trying to bring exposure. Mm-hmm. And in that exposure, yes, it's going to show your flaws. Yeah. But I promise you, if you stay with God, yeah. he is going to give you the grace to deal with the exposure. Yeah. I, I, I think like, Moses was a man who served God and was exposed. Yeah. Like, there's no way you don't serve God and not be exposed. Yeah. Because there's it's nobody. It's like, it's a feature, not it's a, a bug. Yeah, it's a, no, no, literally, though. Like, it's, it's what it is. Cause, like, if you look at everybody that God has used, their flaws was very apparent. Yeah. Right? Their, their, their flaws was, was, was very, was very apparent. You, you look at David, you look at, you look at Moses, you look at Elijah. Like, mm-hmm. you see where, like, God is pulling them out and it's like, they're not, like, pristine people at all at all you're not pristine people but but it's also with the mindset of where like whenever god exposes you please expose to be healed not exposed just just to be exposed yeah like <laughs> you gotta work on this i was listening to a sermon and she said something so good like god is not petty you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not petty. He really isn't, right? And so he's not just going to have you out here looking crazy just for the fun of it. Like, he's not going to call you to something knowing all your dirt and then just have you out here for no reason. Like, the reason that he's calling you out is to heal you. In fact, he knows that in that process of saying yes, in that process of coming out, things that are go- things are going to be revealed that need to be revealed in order for you to be healed in that way. Where we mess up, though, is that we begin to... we we lack the ability to like surrender to the process that God is taking us to. And then we begin to front, right? Because we, we put this kind of, we put the call on a pedestal in a way. And we, we say things that God has never said. And we put, you know, restrictions that God has never put. He said, I know you're broken. I know you're messed up. Like I'm not calling you to be perfect. I've done that already. I'm calling you to say yes, to obey. And I'm calling you to let me shine and you um, be honest, yeah. right? No, no. You said, <laughs> and be no, no. transparent. No, no, be honest. And it's like whenever God calls you, you got to start throwing those things down. Yeah. Right? And this is, and as I'm saying this, it's like, because I think a lot of times, sometimes we have a tendency to talk about our sins as though they're the past, but they're actually in our present. Yeah. 
and I've been guilty of it too. That part. Where it's like you're talking about it like, no, 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 this is yesterday. This is yeah, not like so ago. y'all, yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, do so better. We're not. This is not me talking about my like talking about my sins. Like it's no, no, no. It's talking about it. It's in the present. Is yeah. where when God gives you, whenever God is bringing the light. Yeah. It's just better for you to surrender yeah. and throw everything down because a lot of the times. Like God, see, God would God will promote you. Mm-hmm. God will promote you in your shame, but your fall down is still gonna be hard. Mm. Because like I, I realized, like one of the things that I, and I realized that it's kind of like the personality of Saul, mm. where God is where he had a lot of shame and things he was working through, mm. and instead of him to just surrender it at the yeah. jump, because the Bible said something was that whenever God had called Samuel, um, called Saul. The first thing he said was that how can I avenge yeah. a mind of the smallest tribe? Mm-hmm. So the first thing he talked about was his insecurities. Yeah. So you're going to be king and you're going to be insecure. That's yeah. Right. And then so you know he gets into the point of elevation because I remember I was like you know what God the Bible says that David is a man after God's heart and I was like God what does it mean to be a man after your own heart and God was like well pay attention to this he was like all of Saul's sins all of his blunders was him worried about the people around him. Yeah. Mm. Because the first time it was like, oh, um, I made the sacrifice because, mm-hmm. well, the people, yeah. the, the, the people who were leaving, yeah. whenever God told them to go to the Malachites and and um, kill everything, he's like, well, you know, the people told me to leave the best for you. Yeah. So whenever you're worried about what the people are saying and yeah. all these things, he's hard to, after the people and God was like, and but David was a man who was like, listen, this is all God. Yeah. I always say one of my, one of my favorite verses in scripture, I think it's, I think it's the first time you 31 30 mm-hmm. maybe don't quote me on it the bible says that whenever the ark of covenant had come back into um had come back um the bible says that david began to dance mm-hmm. and as he began to dance his ephod uh which was the clothes he had on um basically fell off and he was basically dancing naked and um michael or mikey i can never pronounce her name right mm-hmm. which was the daughter of saul was like like you're a whole king why are you dancing like this in front of my ma- in front of my maids and everything like that yeah. and and this is the Josh living translation this is my version <laughs> he said that one of the most disrespectful things his daughter is like why are you doing this in front of people mm-hmm. in her mind like her like her daddy he's worried about what what everybody else is saying but he said probably one of the most disrespectful things in scripture is like listen I am dancing and worshiping the same guy that took your daddy out of office and put me in this position yikes right yeah and that's a man who was unbothered about those things, mm. right? And it's 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 like whenever God calls you, whenever you get the call, yes, you're doing all the same, just table it. Mm. Because a lot of the times what happens is like you are you're not perfect. Yeah. You're not you're not perfect, but like don't start dwelling in your sin as the elevation comes. Yeah. Because what's gonna happen is that the spotlight gets brighter. Yeah. And 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 God is such a good God that like he can he can get you right with a flashlight mm. rather than having to put like it's like if, if somebody saw my flaws with a flashlight, well, it's different than well, them seeing me see my flaws on the stage. Yeah. That's powerful. And it's like it's like literally just submit it to God. Yeah. And literally by God, this is what this is, this is what yeah. it is. And it's like we don't confess those things to God when the call happens. Yeah. yeah. Like we don't have a t- and that's the thing is where like I'm I'm gonna get in habit when the call comes again. It's like God, listen, I'm confessing I have this, this, and this, and this issues. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, like the reason why we we struggle to to talk about those things is we get busy. Mm. I have to be spiritually aware, but I'm struggling with my sins. Yeah. Do I have the do I have the time? Do I have the patience to have this conversation? Yeah. So sometimes asking for forgiveness and consecrating yourself is a lot harder 
whenever you have like a conference to lead. Yeah. Versus just your Bible study. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So get it right with your small groups. Yeah. Before God exposes you in a big group. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like what's interesting is like the connection between shame and pride. Right. And Same how thing. they work together and like they amplify each other. Yeah. Um, and you said something just now, like it's the same. It's it's like two sides of the same, same coin, coin yeah. like because um, the reason that I am so ashamed is because I think that I mm. should have like upheld like a certain mm, standard standards. that I then fall short of. Like, meanwhile, we're all falling and in need of grace. And so yeah. like. If you take that pride and that shame into like the calling of God upon your life, what happens is that like you don't ever get to the point of humility in order to like surrender that shame to God and like allow what is being exposed to be exposed and say, hey, God, like this is it. This is me. I'm not even going to front or pretend that I am better than I am. I'm actually coming to you humbly knowing that I cannot fix myself. The call you have given me cannot fix me. Like I need to lay it at your feet and then receive what you have from me. And then I need to get in your presence and then be so filled up with you and so empty of myself that I can continue to walk purely by grace, right? And this call that you have placed upon my life. And it's a powerful thing that happens is that when we refuse to be silent, like when we speak out, when we share our stories, when we are transparent with wisdom, of course, right? And in community, of course, we can never forget that part of it. That's so key. What happens is that that act of testifying, like God is so intentional that the very thing that he's called you to do that you might be um, trepidatious or or, or scared of, once you humble yourself and surrender enough to actually um, confess and say it out and allow yourself to be exposed, he then uses that process of confession, that process of testifying, right? We overcome by the blood of the Mm -hmm. lamb and the The word of our testimony, right? It's not... When I have finished overcoming, right? Then now, hey, 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 I'm here, ready to testify. No, No, it is in the, there is a process to this thing of testifying of this is where, man, I'm not where I used to be, but I'm not where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? And it is in that process that the process of overcoming begins to happen. And then we get more and more free. But if we try to wait until everything is perfect and it never will be before we say, I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to testify. Then what we'll find is that the pride will amplify the shame and the shame will amplify the pride. And we might be delivered, but we never get free. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) you know, no, I agree. And like, just in my last, I'm going to say is like, I think, one of the things that I'm like, number one, thank you so much for having me on this. Of course. Um, but I think one of the things that I'm like, I realize now is that one of the things that your book has done is mm-hmm. it's allowed you to tell God, as you're calling me, these are my issues. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And not a lot of us are obedient. To doing that, yeah, because you've kind of laid it, like it's you've laid it before an audience of people. This me, <laughs> and you've literally been like, "Listen, are you sure this is who?" You, like, like I'm letting you know, God, this is this is me 360. These right. are these are the experiences. Still want to use me now? That I've shaped. Oh, and bet. it's like, you have, and as the call has come, you've yeah. basically done a good job of tabling all your flaws before God. You know what's interesting though is that the call wasn't to anything else than the. 
laying down, yeah. right? Then the confession, then the storytelling. The call was to the storytelling. The call, so it wasn't like I wrote the book and told the story because like, okay, oh, now I am ready for so what no, God's no, no, coming. No. That was the that was the mission. That what, is the call. That, that was the call. You know what I'm saying? And so like how powerful is that? That like the very thing God needed me God asked me to do yeah. is the very thing he knew that I needed to do in order to bring about my healing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He just packaged it together, you know, real nicely for me. And now it's like a new trajectory. It's a new um, place that he is yeah. calling me into, but he knew what that first step needed to look like. And I believe like that's one of the missions of the light point, you know, like yeah. let's get this, get this idea out of our minds that like only people that have reached a certain place or um, have a certain level of, of testimony of overcoming can talk, can share yeah. the story, can share where they are now. Right. Because it's a tool of the devil to prevent you from testifying until you have it all figured out. Right. The point is that God has been good here and now. Right. And if you try to wait until you have it all figured out in order to to testify, the kind of testimony, the kind of overcoming that God has for you is never going to come because he knows that it is in the process of sharing of the vulnerability of confession, right? And of just telling the truth <laughs> that the the kind of overcoming he has ready for you is able to manifest in your life. Uh, just to jump to something she said is um, for the guys out there, don't wait till you have it all together. Mm-hmm. To ask her to marry you. Don't know why I'm saying that. Hey, someone must need to hear it. Don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> don't know why I'm saying that. Yeah. But where it is, like, you don't need to have it all together for you to take that leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Not just in just marriage, but in 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 whatever it is. It's like yeah. you don't need to finish graduating to say yes. Mm. You don't need to finish graduating. To make this decision. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Also, obedience. Yeah. That's the season I'm in right now. Season obedience. obedience. Yeah, gotta mm. just like just be obedient. Yep. That's it. Yep. No delayed no delayed obedience. Quickly. Just, 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 just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just yeah. do it. So that's the final. Yeah. Who am I? Where am I? All Ooh. that good stuff. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for, for having me. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for blessing us, gracing us hey, <laughs> with no. your prayer, with your presence, with your story, with your um, vulnerability and like I think it's so powerful to hear from you know men to hear from black yeah. men um, that like really love God I really right? do man that's, that's a homie <laughs> be tripping sometimes be tripping sometimes but that's a homie though like um, not you talking about God be tripping he, please he, he, Joshua <laughs> I know you said God wasn't petty but I I think, he, I think he got he got a little petty in him but we're going to talk about this off camera he just a little bit just a little the pettiness in you is in your interpretation Oh, that was good. Okay. That, we're going to talk about this all. Yeah. No, me and CG have banter that, that goes said, on. Back and forth, back and you know forth. You know what? You're uh, right. Because I'm petty. So if I'm, you know, we're going to talk right? about Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Holy Spirit got to use something now. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. So I just want to honor you and appreciate you because I feel like, you know, the story you shared is really going to bless somebody and just like, even the back and forth of the conversation is really going to bless somebody, anybody that might be feeling called. And like, it doesn't, the crazy part is like, you don't have to be called to lead a whole ministry. Like you can just be called to a different, like you talked about being in therapy. You can just be called to a different level of healing than anyone in your family has ever experienced or 
or called to be set free instead yeah. of just delivered out of something to be truly free, free of whatever yeah. like is 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 holding you back from the purpose and the calling God yeah, has yeah, upon your life. Yeah. And in fact, we're all called. Yeah, because the calling doesn't <laughs> stop. The calling doesn't right? stop. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't stop. And it's just like, are you gonna do what you need to do? Yeah. For you to properly answer. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes so just be exposed. Yes. Be, honestly, and also like, well, let's work on being transparent. Yes. Or being properly transparent. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for. Having I me. appreciate it. We are gonna um, close out in prayer to yeah. just seal all that happened here, and then we'll be out. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, thank you, thank you for bringing us here. Thank you, oh God, for this conversation. Thank you for Josh and just how you have worked in his life and are continuing to work in his life to empower him to be a blessing to so many people um, throughout his life. Oh God, and I just pray that as we continue to um, figure out what it means to live in the light point. Oh God, that you would help us, oh God. Um, you would shine in us and through us. Help us to recognize that even the light that we carry, it only comes from you. You are the source, oh God. Um, and, and therefore, if you decide, oh God, to illuminate and expose some things, it must be for our good. Help us never to forget that, oh God. Help us to be free from from shame and, um, and, and pride and just have the ability to walk in obedience to what you are calling us to in the mighty name name of Jesus. We just thank you. Give you all the glory for anybody that might be listening, oh God, that might need to receive this word, oh God, that might have heard something that just really resonated in their spirit, oh God. I pray that you would go forth, oh God, and you would do what you need to do in the hearts and the minds of your children in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all so much Thank for watching. Don't forget to, um, or, or listening. <laughs> Don't forget to rate the podcast, like the video. It helps out a ton. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment, follow, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And we will see you next time on the light point. Bye. Bye guys.